Welcome. I am your pastor, Pastor Omar Ellison with Salt and Light Covenant Church. Open up your hearts as we enter in to hear a word from the Lord. We've been talking the last few Sundays talking about the kingdom of Jesus, right? Understanding what the kingdom is. Amen. A lot of times when you start talking about a kingdom to us that have been born over here in America, it's not, it's, it's unfamiliar to us to understand what a kingdom is, to understand that we are now um, subject to a king when we've been brought up and born under democracy all our lives, right? Right, we've been, we've been brought up under a president and we've been brought up over, you better get out and vote. And you know, we've been brought up under all of these things and when you understand a king, a king is never voted in or can be voted out. The only way a king can lose his position if it passes away are transitions. But now we serve a king that will never die. We serve and we're under a kingdom that will never fade away. Because the kingdom and the king that we serve is eternal, which means it never ends. Another word for eternal means deathless, right? So our king is established and will reign forever along with his kingdom. And this is the kingdom that he wants us all to be a part of. Now, again, like I say, when you started talking about a kingdom like this, this is a beautiful kingdom. People understand the kingdom like this. But what gets a lot of people a lot of times when you come to talking about this type of kingdom is that the kingdom that we're talking about is invisible. It's invisible, but it's only invisible for a time. There is a time coming where he will show himself. Right. But as of now, that's why you have to do everything by faith. Everything you do according to his word has to be by faith. But this is how he wanted to set it up because he wanted the foolish thing to confine the wise. See, the believing in an invisible kingdom is foolishness. That is, that is straight foolishness to believe in something that you can't see. When we've been brought up all our lives, being able to see the stuff that we operate in. Are you just making sense? And then he said, no, I got a kingdom. I got a country that, that, that cannot be seen. The only way you can be a part of it is by believing it. By faith, and then walking in it, abiding in it according to what my constitution has to say about it. Right? And I thank God I'm talking to some believers right now. Hallelujah. I'm talking to some believers right now. Yeah, they didn't heard about this kingdom. They said, I want that. I want that. I want that access. I want those resources. Right? Amen. And this is what we've been dealing with. So if you will go with me to Matthew, we're going to dive right in. Matthew, I'm going to touch on a few things and then we're going to, um, we're going to bring it on home. Matthew 6. Matthew 6. Just skip right down with me to the 33rd verse. Matthew 6 and 33. Amen. Let me know when you get there. All right. Matthew 6. Now look what it reads real quick. Real quick. Matthew says, but seek ye first. Seek ye first. Seek. Pursue. Go after. Go after. Get an understanding. Explore, learn, desire to know, right? Meditate, consider it. What? That's what that's what seeking is. When he says seek first, that's what you that's what that's how you seek. That's how you go after it, right? Watch this. First, first is just priority above all others. Uh, nothing matters but it. Right? So he said you're supposed to pursue, you're supposed to learn, consider, understand first, priority. Now Understanding this, that we are under a king, the king's rule and word supersedes what I think. It supersedes how I feel. I only am supposed to do what the king says. Right? So the king is telling you he's trying to set up for your life. And and really what he's doing, he's making it. If you really think about what we've been talking about, he's really making this real simple for us. Think about this. Now, just think about what he's asking you to do. He's giving you one thing to go after. The world had you going after everything, don't it? Don't it? They had you going after the promotion and had you going after uh, getting the, getting the better job and, and then getting the better houses and going after certain gear and then going after success and then going after, the world had you going after everything. And then here he is. He's saying, no, because I'm your king, because now I have shed blood for you, you belong to me. 
So he's saying, you're my responsibility, right? We're the king's responsibility. That's, the, that's, that's one of the benefits of being under the king. You are now the king's responsibility. It's no, it's no longer my responsibility to do these things anymore. It's all up to my king. So I'm solely dependent on the king. And that's what he wants. He wants you to be solely dependent on him, right? So it's his responsibility to do everything for us. And then he said, okay, because I've done all that for you, this is what I'm asking you. This is my command for you. Seek ye first. Make this the priority of your life. What did he say? Seek ye first what? The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. Seek ye first the what? Kingdom of God. Pursue. Learn. Explore. Desire everything about my kingdom. What does that mean, Pastor? That means in your private time, when you're home alone, you are with him and you are talking to him about the kingdom. Lord, reveal the kingdom to me. Lord, help me understand the kingdom. I get in this Bible, in my constitution. We call it the Bible, but we understand that this is the constitution of our country because the place that I'm talking about is the kingdom of heaven is a real place, just like Florida is a real place. When you hear Florida, somebody talk to you about Florida, you automatically think about what? Sunshine, oranges, Mickey Mouse, right? Come on now. When somebody say California to you, the first thing you think about is what? L.A. Movie stars, Hollywood, right? The Lakers, right? Somebody say New York to you, the first thing you think about, rude. They just rude up there. They just they rude. <laughs> I'm messing with New York. Anybody from New York? I'm just kidding, right? But you think about crowded. You think about those are real city blocks. Don't make them little blocks when you're like, I'm going down the block. Down the, no, this ain't them country blocks. Real city blocks, right? The, the, the train, riding on the See, when you think about it, so every place has this little thing. But see, for us, that's real. But then when we say heaven, you say, oh, yeah, that's, that's in the future. And see, that's what Satan wants you to think. That heaven is not real for right now. Uh-huh. Heaven is in the future. You know, that's in the future. You know, that's when you transition. You know, you got to go through now. But when you get over to heaven, oh, what a time we going to have over there. And that's the lie that he sells a lot of Christians, a lot of believers. When you get to heaven, it's going to be so much better. How about I submit to you this morning that you ain't got to wait to get to heaven? You ain't got to wait to get to heaven to receive and walk in the benefits that heaven has provided. You can believe right now and have heaven here on earth. Are y'all with me on this? And this is what he's trying to shift. Now, this is all a, this is a mind. This is, this is where your thinking comes into play. Cause now, see, you hear something like that. Now, y'all, now all of a sudden your mind is like, well, how, how that's going to work? How that's, and you don't know what I've been going through. And you don't know my experiences and you don't know what they did to me. And you don't, and see, all, see, God is trying to shift all that to get you to the West. Seek ye first. What the? Oh, God, are y'all getting this? It's making sense. See, 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 the world system is Satan wants you thinking about everything you went through. What mom and daddy didn't do. How they treated me in middle school and elementary. And then I went to college and how the boy or the girl walked away from me and did me wrong. Are y'all with me on this? And now you get with this king and all of a sudden he shifts everything. And he's saying, look, that's in the past. Let it go. Forgive them. They did you wrong. They ain't know no better. He said, but I'm trying to set you up for now and the future. He said, now all I want you to do is think about me. Consider me. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Let's look at the next one. Look at the next one. And then it said what? And his, uh uh-oh. 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 That's the second step. Watch this. And his righteousness. So we got to seek the kingdom and his, not yours. Right? It's his. But his righteousness is what he has gifted to us. All right, catch this now. He, everything he has gifted us has come by way of Jesus. See, it's because of Jesus I can stand now in right standing with God, or in other words, in alignment with him. That's all righteousness is. When you think that the simplest term is just right standing and alignment with what he says, how he sees it, and his constitution. And hell's job is to get you out of alignment. 
That's the, that's the job of hell. It's to get you out of alignment, out of right standing according to the constitution of our country. Right? And, and, and it's, this right here is innate in us to be in alignment. The same way that we are in alignment with the rules down here. Are we in line with rules down here in earth? When you get to a red light, what do you do? Where you learn that from? How you know that? Who told you to stop? Who told you to stop? Why don't you just keep going? When, when you get to a stop sign, what do you do at a stop sign? Why? Because it says stop. Come on. And, and see how we so subtly submit ourselves to the laws down here. But not all the laws are just a mirror image of the laws of our country. Oh, y'all got to come walk with me now. Walk with me now. Now, how many of us just riding, you probably was on your phone, you probably was thinking about something, and you look up, and right when you get to the line, the light was red, and you kept going. How many, how many, anybody ever did that before? Now, when you did that, how did you feel inside? You're like, Jesus, you looking around like, did the, is the police? Lord Jesus. You see how you feel inside? It's the same way when you sin. When you sin and you're a part of this kingdom, submenu. Like, ooh, I shouldn't have did this. The police, Lord Jesus. It's the, it's the same way. And see, that's all sin is. It's just rebellion against the Constitution. Right? The same way. He, he's saying, look, don't rebel. Stay in alignment. Stay in right standing. He said, as long as you stay in right standing and you seek it first the kingdom. Now watch this. If we do these two things, look at the last part of the scripture. Look what it said it's going to do. And he said, look, watch this. Now watch this. He said, and most of these things. Oh, oh hallelujah. What, what's all in the Greek? Well, anybody know what all is in the Greek? All. Oh. Oh. When he say all, he means what? All. Oh. Look at this. All these things. Watch this. He said, what are you going to do with these things? Shall be what? Added. Added to who? No, nah, to the pastor. No, nah, that's mine. Uh-uh. No, nah, he ain't talking about y'all. He said, added to me. All them belong to me. He said, y'all too. Everybody that believes. He said, I'm just going to add. He said, I'm going to add what folks are working so hard for. He said, they folks out there breaking their back to get they out there working two and three jobs for this stuff. He said, I'm just going to add it to y'all. Why? Because you made the decision to seek first my kingdom and stay in alignment. Oh, God, is this, is this making sense? Y'all, y'all clicking? Right? And that's what the whole fight is about. To keep you out of alignment. To keep you not seeking. So he'll send things, distractions, situations to have you focus on that and not focus on this. Are you with me on that? He'll, he'll tempt you with things. Because it's like God know what you like, Satan know what you like too. You know, Satan know your grandmama, your great-great-grandmama, your great-great-grandmama. He know what got them. He said, this in your bloodline. You like this. Huh? He'll, he'll try to tempt you with these things. But all you do is take temptation and line it up with the Constitution. If it don't add up with the Constitution, can't do that. Got to stay in alignment. Because as long as I stay in alignment, he told me he going to add all these things. And ain't that what, ain't that really what everybody is after? Well, now, just think about it. Isn't that really what everybody is after? Things. Thing. Promotion is a what? Thing. More money is a what? Thing. To be successful is a what? Thing. To be strong and fine is a come on, y'all. Walk, walk with me now. Walk with me. Oh, God. All those are things. This is what everybody's after. And look, he said, what everybody's after, if you seek first and stay in alignment, I'm going to add that. I'm going to add it to you. Everything they're working for, I'm going to add it to you. It's going to be gifted unto you. It's a part of my kingdom. It's his responsibility to be to back up his word. And let me tell you something, y'all. I am a witness that he is an adder. I, I gave it over. And it's a process. But as you continue to walk with him, he just adds. And he just adds. And he just adds. And you ain't even looking for the promotion. And the people say, we owe you more money. Hallelujah. Thank you. 
I wasn't even looking. I wasn't even striving for that. They telling me they owe me money. Hallelujah. Yes. Give it to me. Put it in the check. Hallelujah. Are y'all with me on this? Ain't even praying for this stuff. I'm just seeking first his kingdom. I'm staying in alignment with what his constitution says. And he just loves to just add to my life. Hallelujah. Are y'all with me? Are you making sense? All right. Now this is two steps. Say two. Two steps. That's it. Now, now, this is going to be a fight here. You have to make a decision to do it. To go for it. It doesn't mean you're not going to fall short in some areas. But thank God for the blood. He said, look, when you miss the mark, he said, don't worry about it. You got somebody, you got somebody that's up there talking for you. When you, when you miss the mark and you see you miss the mark, what I tell you? Say, Lord, thank you for what? Forgiveness. You don't have to ask for it. Hear me? You do not have to ask for forgiveness. It's already been given unto you. Everything he has done for us is already done, including forgiveness for your past, present, and future sins. So when you recognize you done messed up, you missed the mark, you said, Lord, I did that. Lord, I apologize. I am sorry. Thank you for forgiving me. Y'all see how this works? And then you just get right. You say, yeah, aligned. Now you're right back in the line to get stuff added to your life. And he want to add so and make you so fruitful that, that it amazes your family members. He want to add so much to you that it amazes your coworkers. That's go, it's going to amaze your neighbors. How? What? How you, how you get there? How that came together for you? And it's going to give you the opportunity to tell them of a country. Oh, I'm a part of a country. Ah, the kingdom. Where is your country? It's not of this world. It's not of this place. Uh, Are y'all with me on this? And you begin to open up and give them access to the very thing that has brought you to where you are. Are you making making sense? A kingdom. Now, when you understand a kingdom, you got to understand this, that being a part of a kingdom automatically makes you a citizen. All right. When you are a citizen of a kingdom, it ain't like being a citizen of a democracy. Are you with me on this? Being a citizen of a king means that the king is responsible for you. Catch this now. Let me tell you something about Mr. Biden. We love Mr. Biden. Thank God for him. God cover him while he's the president. But Biden is not losing sleep if you can't pay your rent. If you can't pay your mortgage, Biden ain't rolling over in his bed like, Lord, them folks that saw light. Mm. Some of them are struggling with their bills. Lord, what am I going to do with this economy? That is not what Biden is doing. Are y'all with me on this? But let me tell you something. The king. Oh, the king sees your situation. Ah, oh, and it doesn't feel, he say, hold on, hold up, hold up. Because they are representative of who I am. Uh, no, I got, I got to break some things because that ain't, that ain't, I don't want them struggling with that. I don't want that on their mind. See, a king's concern for you is way better than being a part of a democracy. Now, y'all catching this right here, right? So, because of that, you are citizens. Watch this. And look what citizens do. Citizens adopt the culture. And the behavior or the lifestyle of their kingdom. A citizen adopts the behavior and the lifestyle. Catch it. The lifestyle of the kingdom. And then they say, we got all these other lifestyles that's going on in the world. And that's fine because that's in that worldly system. But of our system, the kingdom of heaven, we are responsible for adopting the lifestyle of our kingdom. And if that lifestyle in the world don't match up with our lifestyle in the kingdom, we need to let that go. Or we change from that lifestyle to be a part of the lifestyle of our kingdom. Real simple. Y'all get that? Watch this, watch this. And it ain't us that's forcing it or trying to talk that into you. It is the authority of the king. The king says that's what we're supposed to do. Period, point, blank. Are y'all with me on this? So we are to adopt the culture. Watch this. The culture, that means the kingdom of heaven has a culture. There's a culture there. 
and the behavior are the lifestyle of the king. Let me back that up. Let me give you scripture for that real quick. Go with me to Philippians. Philippians, let me show you that because I want to back that up. If I say that, then I got to show you scripture to match up with it, right? That's the best thing for me to do. Go with Philippians 3. When you get there, this is one of our Bible scriptures for we went over, but we touched on it. But let's just look at it real quick so I can back up what I'm saying to you. Philippians 3, we there? All right. For our, now this is King James. I'm going to read it and amplify. For our conversation is what? In what? Heaven. And where's our conversation? In heaven from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to read it and amplify. Now watch what Amplify says about it. But we are citizens, catch it, of the state, catch it, common wealth. I love that. I, I love the way they threw that in there. Watch this. Come, what is he saying, common wealth? He's saying the wealth in a kingdom is common. There's no poverty level in the kingdom. There are no classes, low class, middle class, upper middle class, high class. Oh, no, 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 not the kingdom. The wealth in a kingdom is common. You a millionaire. You a millionaire. All of us in here millionaires. Oh, God. Are y'all catching this? Okay, watch this. But look what he said. He said, look, we are what? Citizens of the state, the state, the state. What state? The state, the country of heaven, of heaven. Where is it? It's invisible. But it's real because the, the very authority that sits in heaven created everything that we see right now. Amen. Our king created the heavens and the earth. Are y'all with me on this? Watch this. He said, look, it's commonwealth homeland, which is in heaven. And from it also, we earnestly, patiently await the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, our Savior. Talking about Jesus Christ. He's coming back again, right? Well, watch this. Look what he called you. A citizen. A citizen. And as a citizen, I have to believe that I'm a citizen of this country. And then because I believe I'm a citizen of this country, I adapt, I adapt and, and, and bring on, grab hold to the culture of my kingdom and then shift my behavior to the behavior of the kingdom. I don't try to get the kingdom to shift to what I like. And see, that's what you find a lot of times in the body is that they try to get the word to shift to what they like. And that ain't how it works with a king. A king's word is final. A king's word is the, is the final authority in our lives. Well, it should be, right? So he wants you to shift your life up under his word. And as you shift your life up under his word, you are aligning up under his righteousness. And when you align with up under his righteousness seeking first the kingdom then he's just gonna add watch this without you having to pray for it he's just gonna add without you looking for it he's just gonna add to your life make sense now as you understand this more about the kingdom then that means that there's a place in there where we have to enter in we have to enter into this kingdom y'all catching this now right so there's a place we get to the kingdom, but then you got to enter into it, right? Now, now the word enter when you when you read about entering in the Bible, it's not like when you when you enter, you go into enter. When it comes to the Bible, it speaks more so of uh to experience, uh to have access to. Are y'all with me on this? Uh, another word, another way of looking at when you're entering is to is to enter in is to mean to pursue after, which is that word seek, right? But you pursue after to obtain citizenship of this place we call heaven. And then once you become a citizen, then you are privy to the benefits that become there are benefits to being a citizen of heaven. There are perks to being a citizen of heaven, right? Are y'all, are y'all following me on this? Okay. So, so now let's, let's, let me, let me show you this though. Let's go a little deeper. Go with me to John three, John three, John three. So let me make this plain. Let's, let's let the word talk to us. John three, cause you just said somebody entering. Okay. Let's, let's see then. Let's, let's see what he's talking about. John three, when you get there, we're going to start right there in that first verse. John three, we there. All right, watch this. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus. Catch this, a ruler, a ruler of the Jews, which means he knew the rule. He knew the laws. He, uh, he was very religious, very religious. Religious is very dangerous to believers. Jesus did not come preaching religion. Religion always got you doing something. I mean, religion always got you doing something. Jesus didn't come preaching. You do. 
Jesus came preaching, you believe. You got to believe what? That I did. See, religion got you doing something that Jesus already did. And got you working for something that's already yours. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Y'all with me on this? So watch this. So he was very religious. He knew the rules. He knew the laws. He knew the ordinance. But watch this. The same, he came to Jesus. Look how he came by night. By night, because he didn't want nobody to see him. Because he's supposed to be the head. He's the ruler. What am I coming to this? Just Jesus. This Jesus person. But something that Jesus was preaching caught his attention. He said, hold on. I never heard it like that. So he comes to Jesus. Watch this. And he says unto him, Rabbi, <laughs> we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do the miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Okay, let's simplify that. What he's saying. He's saying, here you are. Now, what did Jesus preach? First of all, let's just let's just rehearse that. We all we talked about this already. Y'all should be real from what did Jesus preach when Jesus walked here? Jesus preached change, repent, and what? The kingdom is at hand. The kingdom is here. That's all. Everywhere he went, he talked about the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom. Repent, the kingdom. What does it mean? Change. Change the way you've been thinking. That's what he's talking about. Change your thinking. People see religious say change the way you're acting. How many of y'all know you can't change how you act unless you change your? Because every act comes through. Before you went over there at three o'clock in the morning. Oh God! All right, leave that alone, Pastor. That's the old us, Pastor. That's the old us. All right, I'm gonna I'm just throw that out there though. Okay, you had to first think about it. You ain't doing before y'all came in here today. Y'all had to do what? Think about it. Should I go? It's raining. It's a little wet. I'm going to go. What that happened at? In your mind. Hallelujah. Y'all with me on this. So <clears throat> Jesus went preaching the kingdom. He preached the kingdom. So, But not only did he preach the kingdom, he had signs following. And here is Nicodemus. He's saying, hold on. Master, something. Look, look, look what he's saying now. He said, thou art a teacher, you have to come from God, for no man doeth, catch it, these miracles that thou doest except God, which means he was preaching the kingdom so, and miracles were following. And and see, see, that's what I, that's what I'm believing by faith, that miracles will begin to happen in y'all lives. Simply for you making the decision to come in here and hear about the kingdom. kingdom. Just preaching the kingdom. It's going to set you up. It's going to put you in alignment to receive and see what miracle. And watch this. This might not be a miracle for you. This may be a miracle for somebody you connected to. Somebody you connected to going through something. And because you are part of the kingdom, they get connected to you and they get their access through you. Oh God! Y'all see how they were? They get the benefit because they connected to you. That's why it's always good to have you a friend that's connected to the kingdom. Oh, if you don't have a friend connected to the kingdom, you better get you one. Hallelujah! You want to get some miracles? You want to get some changes in your life? You better get connected with somebody. See, I don't fully understand all that, but brother Omar, do let me let me talk to him a little more. Let me get in, let me get in with him a little more. Are uh, y'all with me on that? Mother Janet know a little bit about that kingdom. Let me let me sit over there. Sister Donnell know about that. Mother Arb know about that kingdom. Let me let me see what they're talking about over there. Let me get connected to somebody that know a little something that I don't know. That's a wise man to get with somebody that, that knows some stuff that you don't know. Right? So here he is. He's saying, look, you preaching, miracles are happening. God has to be with you. Catch this. Yes, this except God had be with him. Now watch this. Now Jesus never was fooled. He always knew your motive. He always knew why you was coming to talk to him. You ain't never throw him off. Now look how Jesus responds. Jesus answers and said to him, verily, verily. That means you see verily, verily. That's the truth. This is the truth. Watch you say, I say unto thee, except the man be what? Born again. Born again. He cannot see the kingdom 
of God. Jesus knew that his whole, whole thought process, he wanted to know about this kingdom. This kingdom you're talking about. Because here you are talking about this kingdom and miracles are happening. God has to be with you, but there was a motive behind the question. And Jesus addressed the motive. He didn't address the question. He addressed the motive, the thought, the idea that he really was coming with. He said, look, to be a part of this, you got to be born again. You, you want to be a part of what I'm talking about? You got to be born again. Catch it, catch it, catch it. Now watch this. Nicodemus said unto him, now look at him, trying to be slick. How, how can a man be born again when he's old? Can he enter in the second time to his mother's womb and be born? Trying to be slick. Look at him. Jesus answered, watch this. Very, very, here go another truth. I say unto thee, except a man be born, uh-oh, of water and of the spirit, he cannot catch it. Enter. Enter. Watch this. What? What, what he can't enter? Enter the what? You see that? He's saying, look, except a man be born of water and the spirit, he can't enter. He can't answer what you hear me talking about. Nicodemus wanted to know how to get in. He said, look, I'm going to show you how to get in. To be, a, to be a citizen of my kingdom. You got to be born again. What I'm supposed to do, get back in the womb? Huh? I was slick, wasn't it? But see, this is what I love about Jesus. He never was offended. He never let sarcasm mess with him. People be sneaky. Excuse me. We let sarcasm mess with us, don't we? Because see, y'all so intellectual. You're so smart. People can't even get nothing over on you. They say something slick, you catch it. <laughs> you catch it. Every little slick thing they say, I heard that. Yeah. And, oh, don't let the, the friend be next to you. You heard what they say? I heard it. I heard it. Right, they think they slick. They got the right one today. See? <laughs> you got to sometimes, you got to learn how to look past the assault. And let the Holy Ghost, the governor, show you what's really going on there. You see this list? Oh, I see that, but I really see, I really see the real issue there. And then that's how you start to be able to address things like our king. See, we're talking about the kingdom of Jesus. He's our king. So look at him. Look at him. Let's, let's, let's look at him. He said, look, unless you, unless you be born again, born of water and spirit, he said, you can't enter, enter. Enter the word enter to have access to experience to pursue to establish yourself as a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. Here is Nicodemus, been a ruler, been preaching, been religious all his life, heard the message of the kingdom, seen the power of the kingdom, and say, How I get that? How how do I be a part of that? You got something a little different than what I got. Catch it. You got something different than what I got. And that's what God want to do in y'all lives. He want to give y'all something different than what they got. And it's going to draw their attention. How do I be what you, how do, how do I get that? He said, you got to be born again. If you're not born of the water and the spirit, you can't even enter into the kingdom. Now, a lot of people got a lot of ideas of what the water and the spirit is. Some say the water is the word of God. You let the water worship, the word of God wash you. The spirit, we know what the spirit is, the Holy Spirit. I denote to you, if you read this chapter even the further, it will tell you what the water is. The water is simply baptizing. He's saying you have to be baptized. Now, then some will say, well, everybody in the Bible wasn't baptized, and that's just one example of the majority you don't take an anecdotal example and then try to match that up to the majority the majority of people must be baptized if you can be baptized in water and symbolize yourself of what he did going down coming up being new and letting the spirit fill you then do it that's what we as believers do we baptize ourselves what as a symbol of what our lord and savior did he went down in the grave on the third day he came up and he was new and he didn't come up powerless he came up with all power he said i had power already in heaven but now i got it down here in the earth hallelujah are y'all with me on this and see what we do is we are just an example of what he did name of the father the son and the holy ghost now and if they've been real bad just hold them about three more seconds longer they've been real messed up wait till you see bubbles and then you know I'm kidding. I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. I'm messing. Don't don't hold the folks down, and don't let them go. Don't let them go. They bring them back up. Hallelujah. Right. But this is what he's talking about. 
This is what he's talking about. Now, you read the Bible, there are some examples where certain ones weren't baptized. I'll give you one. Because this is what some people are trying to use. Well, the sinner that was next to him on the cross didn't get baptized. What, Jesus? Oh, how could he? How could he? Well, now I can go a look. It did start raining afterwards. <laughs> okay, hallelujah. But, but see, those are just uh, uh, an example. But the, the majority of us, so for us that can be baptized, then do it to show your allegiance. That's your allegiance. So your allegiance is no longer to the United States anymore when you're part of this country. Your allegiance is to him and to show your allegiance to my Savior, I go down, come up, and then openly receive the Holy Ghost and let him start to govern my life, right? Right? And this is one of the ways of entering in. Y'all, y'all following me? Y'all, y'all just making sense? Entering in, entering again, again. Look at it, look at it. To have access. How many of us want access? How many of us want to experience it? How many of us really believe that we are the citizens of this place I'm calling heaven? That is invisible, that is only invisible for a season. He is coming back. Oh, God. Okay, hallelujah. All right, watch this. So this is a part of entering in to experience, to have access. Y'all know that word access is powerful. I'd rather have access than to have money. (laughs) I'd rather have access than to have money. Because guess what? If I got money, I'm limited to how much I got. But if I have access, ain't no limit if I got access. And see what the king has done is he's given us all access. Now he said, now if you want to, you can be limited to that little $50,000 you think you got. You're making 50. By the time Uncle Sam get his, it ain't 50 no more. You can be limited to that or you can believe, seek first the kingdom. Align yourself with my righteousness and you can have access to my kingdom and the access and the resources of my kingdom are endless. There is no limit. A million dollars to me is pennies. Billion dollars to me is pennies. You see how that went over? I got like one of billions. See, automatically you think you hear billions. You automatically your mind. Oh, oh. Tighten up. Do y'all understand that that is pennies to our king? Do you understand in the kingdom, they don't even talk about wealth. And King George ain't ain't talked about no wealth. Prince William, do you think they get up like, oh, got to make this dollar. (laughs) Got to get in here to make this dollar today. Prince Williams is not getting up every morning wondering about where his meals is coming from. Wondering about what his bank account looks like. He is not thinking about that when he gets up. Money is one of the things I'm sure is not on his mind. And that's what the father is trying to get y'all to be like. Because he say y'all are royalty. Y'all have a royal king set up. A priesthood. Y'all are set up. I got you set up. Certain things I don't. That's why he told us. He said, look, don't you think about what you're going to eat. Don't you think about what you're going to wear. Don't think about where you're living. Don't think about what you're going to drive. Just seek ye first the kingdom and my righteousness. And I'm going to add it all to you. That's what he's trying to get over to you. That's it, it, I pray that this is learned, that this is taking pressure off y'all. Because all our life, we work hard for the money. So hard for the money. All our life, that's all we've been taught. Our parents, they ain't know no better. You better get out there. You better work. You better get that job. Told the women, you get out there. Don't you be dependent on a man. Mess y'all up. Mess y'all up. Don't you be dependent on a man. Y'all better get, y'all better, y'all better be. Better be the, and see, he got y'all so independent that you ain't even dependent on him. All these independent women out here. And then he said, you got to be dependent on me. They said, I'm going to figure it out myself. And then you get by 50, broke down. I ain't got nobody. Ain't got, Lord Jesus. That ain't what he made y'all for. The women are made to be a help. To help who? Not yourselves. Okay, I done went down another road. Let's pull it back in. Let's pull it back in. All right, we're back to the kingdom. We're going to be back to the kingdom. Hallelujah. I see y'all. I see my all my women tightening up. Oh, pastor, I know you ain't going there today, are you? Oh, pastor, you better leave that alone, pastor. 
<laughs> All right. So entering, right? He said, what? Got to be born of what? Water? Spirit? All right. Let's look at another example. And then we're going to bring it home. We're bringing it home now. Go with me to Matthew. Matthew, the 18th verse. Now, in this chapter, they wanted to know who was the greatest. Ain't, ain't that sound? Don't that sound like us? Ain't we always comparing? Well, my car better than they car. And my clothes look better than they compare. Compare. And the Bible says you don't never compare. Because comparing amongst each other, it ain't wise. Because what? Watch this. Really, in all honesty, we all in the same. We all in the same. We same kingdom. He do for you, he do for me. If he do something a little different for yours, that's fine. I'm happy for you. That's for you. He do something a little different for me. That's for me. You should be happy for me. But we should always just be happy for each other. Regardless of what it looked like. Are y'all with me on this? Watch this. So here these brothers are. They want to know who's the greatest. Who's the greatest? Who's the greatest? Now watch this. 18th. Uh, let's start right there in the first verse. A couple of verses here. And then we're going we're gonna to bring it on home. At the time, at the time, at the same time came the disciples unto Jesus saying, who is the greatest? Watch this. In the kingdom of heaven. Who's your top dog? Who's your number one man? Who's your number two man in the kingdom? Um, Jesus. Who, who, who is it? Who, who you like the most? Who's the best? Who's serving you the best? Who's doing the best for you? Watch this. Jesus, look what he did. He called a little child unto him. And he set him on in, in the midst of him. And he said, verily, there go that verily. I say unto you, catch it, except you be, now catch this. Uh-oh. Whoa. Whoa, hold on. He said, except you be converted, or in other words, changed. Change where? And become, become as a what? Little children. You shall not catch it. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Enter into the kingdom of heaven. He said, you, he said, there has to be a change in your thinking and you have to allow yourself to be converted like a child when you come over into my kingdom. All right. Watch this. He said, if you're not converted and become as a child, you shall not what? Enter, enter. And see, this is what we're trying, this is what we're talking about. We, we know about the kingdom, but now how do you get in there? Right? And he's talking about, this is how you enter in. Look at this one. We talked about baptism and water. Now here's another one. You got to be changed or converted, converted into a child, like a little children. And if you don't, you won't be able to enter into the kingdom of heaven. The more you keep your intellect, you keep how you see it. You're not allowing yourself to be converted and to think like a child. You, okay. Now he's not, He's not telling you not to be responsible. Go with me real quick. First Corinthians. Because he's not telling us not to be responsible. Now watch this. First Corinthians, fourth chapter. First Corinthians four. That's what I sent you. All right. When you get there, skip down with me to the 20th first. I'm going to show you this. I want, because I, because see, the first thing you think about, you think about children, you're like, I got to be like a child. No, let's, let's, let's let the word make it plain. Let's make the constitution. Let's go see what the constitution say. All right. Four and 20. Y'all there? Let me know when y'all get there. Y'all better, hey, if I don't be studying this at the house, I'd be jacked up right now, wouldn't I? Hallelujah. Go with me to the 14th chapter. 14th chapter, 20th. This is it. I better be studying this at the house. You get up here and get stuck. And see, I ain't got my little computer with notes on it and stuff. If I write down the wrong thing on my little stuff, I'm like, I better the Holy Ghost. I better have the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I better have something. I'll be around here like, uh, okay, we're going to skip that. This go with me over the, no, nah, I want to show you this. If I said, I got to show it to you. And I'm always going to back up what I say to you with scripture because that's the way we're supposed to do it in the kingdom, right? All right. Chapter 14, 20th verse. We there? Amen. All right. Watch this now. Watch this now. Watch what it says. Catch it now. Catch it. I'm going to read it real slow. Watch this. Brethren. That's, that's everybody. Watch this. Be not. Catch it. Children and what? How be it in malice be you children, but in understanding be catch it. So now why? Because see, you hear that converted like a child. That means I got to act like a child. No, he said, he said, look, don't be like children in your understanding and how you comprehend things and how you go about things. But now look what he told you to be like a child. Like, how be it in malice and wrongdoing? Look what he said. Be like a child. Now that makes more sense when he said you need to be converted like a little child. And if you're not, you won't be able to enter in. He's saying, look, in your understanding, have, get comprehension, get understanding. Let me reveal things to you. He said, but when it comes to doing stuff the wrong way, he said, be like a child. Don't even, th don't even think about it. Don't even go that way. When it comes to doing stuff the wrong way, 
Mama don't play that. Mama told you to be in when the light, the street. How many of us grew up under that? If that street light catch you, look, you could be out there in the middle of hitting a little tennis ball, and the street light come on, you drop the bat. Oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, where's my bicycle? I'm gonna holler at y'all. Lord Jesus, Lord, Lord. Turn it up. This me. Turn it up in there. Coming in the house, hoping she don't say nothing. Because that light came on. And see, by how we had a light right there at the corner, too. God, oh, we couldn't live down the street where there wasn't no light. So she really could. Oh, my light said right on the corner. We said cl- we stayed close to the corner. So the light said right there. Lord have mercy. Are y'all with me on this? You was trying to get there. Why? Because mama and daddy didn't play that. Right? And that was wrong. If you was in there before, but after, that was what? Wrong. And he's saying, as a child, he said, that's what he wants you to do when it comes to saying as a child, uh-uh, no, I ain't doing that. Come on over here. Three o'clock, come on over here. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No. I ain't doing that. I got to stand in line. I'm trying to get some stuff. See, when you really buy into this, you got this, you got this, say, well, I'm trying to get some stuff added to my life. Right. Me coming over there at three o'clock, I'm going to mess out on something. That ain't helping me. We just gonna have fun for a little bit. And then it's over. And I done missed out on something. I promised that he already had lined up. That he got to put back on the shelf now. No, it ain't worth it. See, that's, see, when you really want stuff added to your life, that other light stuff, it ain't worth it. It ain't, it ain't worth it. Are y'all with me on this? So he's saying as a child to, to, to the wrong thing. Mm-mm, I ain't doing that. But in your understanding, he said, be like what? Men are an adult. So he wants you to be responsible. But when it comes to doing the wrong thing, he says, shun away from doing the wrong thing. Just like a child would shun away. Now, I ain't doing that, right? Now, what do children like doing? When you think about a child, right? What's, they, what's, what's, what's the kind of stuff they like doing? When you think about a child. I, I, it, it's interesting because as I was studying this, all I could think about was my own. Now he's six years old now. He didn't learn how to like manipulate a little bit, so he a little tainted now. But before he was tainted, he was right. But right now, today, if a commercial come on and it's got a little beat to it, my baby dancing and can't dance, Lord. But guess what? He don't care. He don't even care. He, he, Can't do. He be shaking and twisting all off beat. We be looking at him like my baby ain't got no rhythm, but he just try to do the little spin on his back. Be all on the floor spinning and all off beat. But one thing about him, he go for it, and he don't care what nobody has to say about him, cause something about that music got him dancing. And here we are, adults can't even tap a feet, can't even clap our hands to. Mm. Where your dance at? Y'all ain't got the adults and then lost your dance. Some of y'all, I know some of y'all could cut a rib, cut a rug. Back in the day, we used to go to them little middle school, high school dances. We couldn't get you off the floor. You go home, your little shirt all sweaty. You, 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 uh, talking with your boy, how many you dance with tonight? I had three, but I got five. You dance with five different girls. Five, brother. What you you see my shirt? Look at it. We could be at the little skating rink. Couldn't keep you off the middle of the floor in the skating rink. You skating tonight? Nah, meet me on the dance floor. Oh, come on, y'all. And now you're an adult and can't cut a rug for Jesus. Everything is so adultish. Hallelujah. Gotta stay safe. Gotta keep the hair right now. Hallelujah. I wanna sweat this out. This costs a hundred dollars. Little children, they dance. And don't care what it look like. They just get out there and go for it. Are y'all with me? What else do little children do? They laugh. They laugh and look, they laugh at everything. They laugh at stuff. That ain't even funny. It ain't even funny. <laughs> they fall and hit the floor. 
What? Just laugh, just to laugh. I went and looked it up. They say on average, kids between the ages of five and eight laugh on on average three hundred times a day. Now watch this. They say once you reach about forty, guess what that turned into? Eighteen times. And some of y'all ain't doing eighteen. So some of y'all ain't making it to ten. <laughs> yeah, they got so old, can't laugh at nothing. <laughs> just mad about everything. Mad at the world, mad at the job, mad at your kids, mad at the family, just mad at everybody, just bitter about everything. Can't laugh at nothing. <laughs> Excuse me. Are y'all with me on this? You gotta learn how to laugh. You know, you know your God knows how to laugh. The Bible talks about his songs, how he laughs. He sits on the throne in heaven and he laughs and he'll send nations into the region. He, he laughs at when, the Satan, when Satan tried to plot against you. Do you know that your father, your king laughs at him? Because he said, this brother, he has no idea. He don't know who he messing with. That's, that's one of the real ones. You hear that? He said, that's Sister Rashida. Oh, that's a real one. <laughs> Go for it, brother. Go for it. Go, go at it. Go at it. That's a real one right there. That's one of mine. He laughs. Look what Job says. Job says it like this. You will laugh at destruction and famine. You're supposed to be laughing. The, the doctor come in and say, you know, ain't nothing else we can do. You at stage four. What you do? Oh, God. Lord, he's my provider. By his stripes. No, you need to learn how to just laugh. They give you a bad report. Laugh. <laughs> what stage, Paul? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. It's going to be a recession. <laughs> a recession? Ooh, I'll be praying. I'll be praying for y'all. Not in my country. Ain't no such thing as stage four in my country. Oh, y'all better get Mm. Y'all better get this reality. This is what needs to become real to you. There is no sickness in our country. There's no disease in our country. There's no recession in our country. The country that he's telling you about. The country that he has you seeking after. The country that he wants you to be aligned in his righteousness for so he can add to your life. That country has none of those things in it. Learn to laugh more. Just laugh. They say something bad is happening. Learn to laugh. Now, folks going to look at you crazy. But the Bible already said, a merry heart doeth good like what? Like a medicine. We need to learn how to laugh more. You hear bad news? Just laugh. Laugh at what? So-and-so's in the hospital. <laughs> What's so funny? What's so? See, that's that seriousness. What's so funny? I don't think it's funny. I do. I do because now you set the stage for my kingdom to come in now watch this now watch watch what happened what watch this guess what else they don't do guess what kids don't do they don't worry how many of us ever seen a kid on the playground in the sandbox with his head down what, what happened little Charlie I went by the computer and my daddy was looking at the utility bill and it was $200. I said, God, $200? Daddy, what? How you gonna do that? that? Kids don't care. They come by, that utility bill could be $400. He'd be like, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. You figure that out, I'm hungry. Kids don't worry about nothing. And then he told us, don't you worry about a thing. Be careful. For nothing. That means don't you worry about anything. I don't care how big it is. I don't care what they say. You better not worry about it. Because if you worry about it, that means there's a fear there. And if it's a fear there, the very thing you fear will come and visit you. How did that come? Because there was a fear there. How did that hit? Because there was a fear there. You were worrying. Worrying is the opposite of meditating. When you're worrying, you're thinking about it. How am I do this bill? Godly. Jesus, it's, it's $50,000 for that stuff. 50, Jesus. You look at your account, you only got 10. You're like, oh, how am I going to do? You see? See? All, all that, you worrying. 
You worrying. What you should be doing when you understand what you're connected to? You said, Lord, I see that bill, but Lord, I thank you. It's your bill. This your will. This your will now. This your bill. Here you go, Lord. You got bills due, Lord. How many of us ever do that? Lord, you got bills due down here, Lord. <laughs> Y'all ain't think, you, don't, you don't even think like that. You got some bills down here, Lord. Here they go. Right here, I'm going to lay them right on the table. I'll let you handle them. I'll let you put them right there. And I go and get me some sleep. But what? I'm not going to worry about it. Because what? I am a part of a kingdom. And a king has responsibility of me. And everything connected to me. He's going to take care of it. And I trust and believe he's going to take care of it. How do you know that? Because I've had experiences with him where he has taken care of it before. So he's a God that does not change. If he took care of it before, he's going to take care of it right now. So I ain't worried about it. I'm going to get me some good sleep. I'm going to snore real loud. I'm going to snow real loud. I'm going to get, I'm not about to lose any sleep over this, over these situations. I'm not going to worry about it. Guess what else they don't have? Children don't know how to hide their expressions. They have no real hidden emotion. Now I'm talking about little children now. They get a little older. They get, they get, like my son, he's six, but he, he's sneaky. He's got a little weight with him. He poses questions. That's why I say sometimes when he poses, be careful. Be careful with mine now because he'll pose a question to you. I'm, I'm telling y'all laughing. I'm serious. The way he poses his questions, listen to how he poses it. Because a lot of times he poses a question, I'll tell him. I'll call it out. I'll say, it's motive behind that, son. You need to check that. <laughs> it's motive while you're asking that. It's a motive behind it. Check that. I don't need you to have motive behind your questions. <laughs> See, that's a hidden expression. And see, when you're an adult, that's what we do. We pose questions, but the time that we're posing it, but we really got an agenda on why we're asking you that. It's really motive. Oh, we really don't want to know the answer to this question. We really want to see how you're going to respond because we really got something else we're working on on the backbone. Hidden expressions. But kids aren't like that. They don't have expression. They just come in action and just believe what you say, don't they? What are we going to do with it? All right, we're going to do this. We're going to do this, that, and the other. All right, then, Daddy, we're going to do it. You strong, Daddy. You super strong, Daddy. Daddy can do it. I want something to eat. Well, you, you need a job, Caleb. Well, I don't need a job. You got money. That's what my son told me. Who, who going to buy it for you? You going to buy it. And see, that's how you need to be with the father. Uh-oh, see? You catch it? Catch it? That's how we need to be with the father. Who gonna buy that? He gonna buy it. He gonna get it. Yeah. That's how my son do. Who gonna, well, I, how you know I got money? Jesus told me. Well, Jesus and you doing a lot of talking. <laughs> Jesus told you I got the money. That's what he told you, huh? <laughs> Jesus, Jesus told me you got it. I said, oh, okay, well, he need to tell you so. He need to tell you about that eight, uh, eight plus nine too. <laughs> tell him to come tell you about that math while he telling you so much. <laughs> <laughs> But you, but you see the mo, see, and say, let me tell you something. What I've, what I've started doing is you can learn from that. I hear I am studying this and then I'm seeing it and I'm like, hold on, I need to tighten up. He don't have no worries. He ain't thinking about, he, he don't say, he don't get in the car with me and say, daddy, uh, are we eating today? He get in the car and say, where are we eating? Is mama cooking? Because if mama's not cooking, he know we go somewhere to eat. So that's a motive. He get in the car. Mama cooking today? <laughs> that's his motive. That's motive. Yes, yes, man. She cooking. What's she cooking? Chicken and rice. Again? Again? Daddy, what if I... Okay, hold on, daddy. Hold on, hold on. What if we go out to eat today and we eat chicken and rice tomorrow? How about that? No, that ain't how it works, brother. See, 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 he tried to work it. He tried to work it, right? But it's, it, it's a child. That's, that's what I'm trying to get you to be like a child. Learn to dance. Learn to laugh. Learn not to, not to worry. Learn not to hide your expressions. Be more like a child. And when you're more like a child, guess what? He said you can what? Enter in. Enter in. And that's what I'm trying to get you to start entering into this thing now. Most of y'all already been baptized. We ain't even talking about that because y'all have covered that base, y'all. We've done that in here, right? But now here it is. He's saying, look, you need to be one like a child so you can enter in. I want you to have access to this stuff. But some of us get to the door and we stop at the door. 
Some of us get to the cross and we stop at the cross. No, he, he got up. He ascended. He is seated now. And the Bible says we're seated with him. But if you're stuck at the cross, you won't see yourself seated with him in heavenly places. Are y'all catching me, right? All right. So we're going we're gonna to learn to enter in in a greater way in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Get the Lord a hand. I, Pastor Omar Ellison, Lady Ellison, and the Salt and Light family would like to thank you for joining us in today's broadcast. You can visit us at 1350 East Mayhan Drive, which our service times are every Sunday at 12 noon and every Wednesday at 6 p.m. You can also visit us at Facebook and YouTube at Salt and Light Covenant Church or visit us at our website at saltandlightcovenant.com. We thank you again, and until next time, you be blessed. <laughs>